Welcome to the Hillside Baptist Chapel's weekly podcast. Please listen as Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, teaches from God's Word. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Oh, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your grace, oh, Father, to be here. I thank you for the lovely weather, oh, Lord, and I just pray that uh, you open ears and hearts to you as uh, the pastor teaches your word, oh, Father. Give us that grace to embrace your word this day. This fast in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Frank. All right, uh, let's stand together and we'll continue our song service. And we are thankful that all of you are able to be here today.
Amen. You may be seated. All right, our scripture today is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 6. And we're going to be reading verses 1 through 7 as we think on the thoughts, God is worthy of devotion. Isaiah chapter 6, and we'll begin reading with the very first verse there. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seating on a high and lofty throne, and His robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above Him. Each one had six wings. With two He covered His face. With two He covered His feet. And with two He flew. And one called to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. His glory fills the whole earth. The foundations of the doorway shook at the sound of their voices, and the temple was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips and live among a people of unclean lips. And because my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, Then one of the seraphims flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken from the altar with thongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your wickedness is removed, and your sin is atoned for. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning for the privilege of being able to be in your house and to open your word and see some things that happened in the past. And Father, I pray that you'd help us today that we might be able to be conscious of who you are, that we might see you high and lifted up, that we might be in awe of your presence and we would worship you in spirit and in truth. And I pray that your blessings would be upon each one that's here today and be with those that couldn't be with us. You know the hindering cause in each life. And we've got several that are not with us today that are normally here. But Father, I pray that they would have your peace and your blessings upon them. And that they will be able to be back with us next week. Again, thank you for the privilege of being in your house. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the things that I uh, probably should have said as we started today, for the next couple of weeks we won't have a podcast. Either for the Sunday sermon this uh, Bible study that we normally have on our podcast and our Wednesday evening service. We won't have those because the guy that does those is not going to be here. (laughs) See how we miss Frank when he's not around? But anyway, uh, those will resume again in a couple of weeks. And uh, so uh, 
we'll, I'll send out the emails and you can keep up with what's going on uh, as we don't have our podcast. <clears throat> I believe that it's vital to the Christian life that we as sons and daughters of the Most High God allow our affections to be stirred by the loving, powerful nature of our Heavenly Father. We see this in the life of Isaiah, don't we? We see this taking place just one time in his life. But he records that for us to be able to see it and understand it. And that we might likewise see the Lord as he really is. You see, he didn't see something that wasn't factual. He didn't see something that didn't exist. But God is high and lifted up. And His train does fill the temple and we know that He is one that deserves our awe. Our devotion. Our gratitude. We've got so many things that we could talk about here today. The song that we sang a moment ago. Talks about Jesus' death, doesn't it? And how he took our place. And all of this is part of that awe-inspiring picture that we have of God. Notice Isaiah 6.3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. His glory fills the whole earth. Now this wasn't something that was said by man. It was actually said by seraphims, angelic beings that are around the throne of God. And they worship God and are in awe of Him. Shouldn't we be? Through the scriptures we're able to see some powerful principles. When God is seen for who He truly is, the natural response of seeing Him as He is is full and absolute devotion to Him. We see this from Isaiah, don't we? As he sees the Lord, he is able to reflect on who He is. He is able to see his sinful condition and he repents of his sin. The Bible tells us that when we repent, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. We're going to see God face to face one day. We're going to be in His presence. But we need to see Him before that time as revealed in the Scriptures. And we need to see our position before Him. We need to see Him as, we, as He is and us as we are in our condition. Sinful beings needing His forgiveness. 
Isaiah chapter 6 exemplifies both a vision of God and a response to Him. Now, when I say vision, I don't mean that it's not true. I'm just saying that He was able to see God as He is. He has that vision of who God is. And it's not just at the time that Isaiah saw Him, but that's the way God is all the time. Isn't it? He exists in eternity in a high, exalted position. The response? He says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord say, Who should I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. That's verse 8. We didn't read that a moment ago. But that was Isaiah's response. He's able to see him himself not only for how he looks to God, but what God wants from him in his life. And we've been talking about <clears throat> for several weeks the response that we ought to have from the resurrected Christ and looking at what the disciples had done immediately after His resurrection. And then the commission that was given to them by the Lord prior to His ascension. And we talked about how that's our responsibility today. And as we look at Isaiah chapter 6, the same truth comes out, doesn't it? Who will go for us, the Lord says. Who will represent us to those on the earth? And that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples as he was about to leave. He said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go you. You are to go, therefore, because of that power, into all the earth. And we need to understand that that's what God is asking from us today. As we go, we're to declare the glory of God. Notice Psalm 19, verse 1. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of His hands. We're to encourage individuals to look at God's creation, the things that God has done, and honor Him. They declare the glory of God. They proclaim the work of His hands. And we're to honor Him because of who He is. Too often, I think, we mistake God's mercy and grace as opportunities to go our own way. This morning as we were looking at our Bible study in 2 Thessalonians, as the Apostle Paul closed out there, that letter, he was admonishing some in the church at Thessalonica to be working for him because they weren't. They were irresponsible Christians. And <clears throat> there are individuals today that are the same way. And 
we have opportunity today not just to sit down, not just to be lazy, but to serve Him, to work for Him, the true and living God. God is still asking for individuals to follow Him. Who will go for us? Who will be a witness to the world? It's important, I think, that we spend time in studying the Scriptures to get a better picture of who God is. And a picture of what He wants from us. And then spend time in prayer. Meeting with our loving Heavenly Father. And responding to His nature. Responding to His love. Responding to who He is. With the understanding that this is what He wants from us in our lives today. Just as this was what was needed from those that lived in that day and time. As we look at those scriptures again in Isaiah chapter 6. Notice it was in the year that King Uzziah died. This was probably a very traumatic thing in the life of Isaiah. Uzziah was a godly king. There weren't a whole lot of them. And it was in the year that he died that Isaiah saw the Lord sitting on high, a high and lofty throne. And his robe filling the temple. And the vision of God's throne, what it looked like and what was going on there as the angels were proclaiming, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And again, just as I was saying a moment ago about this being a picture of who God is continually, all the time, these angels are there proclaiming that about God all the time, not just in the vision that Isaiah had. And that's how great and wonderful our Lord God is. We need to spend time thanking Him for who He is. Worshiping Him through our thanksgiving. Psalm 107 Verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures for today. No, forever. His faithful love endures forever. <coughs> I'm sorry. Hebrews 13, verse 15. It says, therefore, through Jesus, let us continually offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. That is, the fruit of our lips. That confess His name. How often are we to do that? Continually. That's to be our lifestyle. This is to be how we live. How we focus on God. 
Psalm 92, verses 1 through 5, it says, It is good to praise Yahweh, to sing praises to your name, Most High, to declare your faithful love in the morning and your faithfulness at night with a ten-stringed harp and the music of a lyre. For you have made me rejoice, Lord, by what you have done. I will shout for joy because of the works of your hands. How magnificent are your words, are your works, Lord. How powerful your thoughts. You see, as the psalmist looked at his situation, and looked at God. He knew that he needed to praise Him. And notice that that praise doesn't just come from our lips, but it also comes with what we do, with with instruments that we can use to exalt His name. I hope that someday we're able to have instruments here, here in our service again, like we used to, and not just our recorded music, as we sing the songs of praise to Yahweh, as we sing songs of praise to God. And it's not just offering Him praise with our lips, but we offer Him total devotion in response to who He is. Psalm, I'm sorry, uh, Uh, Philippians chapter 3 verse 8 it says more than that I also consider everything to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and then Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 it says love the Lord your God with all of your heart with all of your soul with all your strength our lives are to be examples of believers to those that are in the world. And so the Bible is telling us that we need to offer God all the love, obedience, devotion that we can. God desires our hearts. If He's got our hearts, He's going to have everything else, isn't He? He longs to have all of you. A complete relationship focused on His complete ownership of us. Second Chronicles 16 verse 9 says, For the eye of Yahweh roams throughout the earth to show Himself strong to those who heart, whose hearts are completely His. You see, as we serve Him, He is going to be there for us in every situation of life. doesn't mean we won't have problems as we again studied in our Bible study this morning. There's going to be things that are going to happen in our lives that are hard hard for us to go through, hard for us to experience. But He's with us in all of our struggles. 
His strength is our strength. And He's going to help us live the life that we need to live before the world and before other believers that we need to live. Let us stand as we have our closing hymn. And if God is speaking to your heart today, maybe it is that you've never trusted Him as your personal Savior. He wants you to be saved today. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. As we sing, would you come?
Well, we can worship even when the house is not full, can't we? <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Michael, would you come and lead us in our closing prayer? And I want to remind everybody about our coffee and, and uh, coffee cake. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know for sure what I needed to call it. Uh, and please come and get this. We don't want to take it home. Michael, lead us in our closing prayer, please. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity to be in your house of worship and uh, uh, let us all re have our uh, spirits renewed to be a sanctuary for you. And uh, Thank you for everything you do for us and go with us now through this week and uh, let us apply what we've learned today and in your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor Phone or message at 6438-6541. Email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.